And we are live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of the panel. My name is Rack. I'm from Rack TV. You might know it, uh, youtube.com slash RackShift. And uh, this is sort of my show, but thanks to Chris, we've been able to do it here on, on his channel. So thank you, Chris. And uh, big congratulations to you on the name change to, to Wear Testers and all the success you've had there. Uh, major kudos. And uh, so what is the panel? That's sort of what we've been promising you that we would tell you. Um, basically, I just wanted to get uh, a team of five together, a sort of my starting five, and sort of make a permanent panel that we could come back to and do live chats. And if we continue to do it, which will be entirely up to you and your feedback, uh, what we'll do going forward is have a guest panelist um, on every episode. And we're going to kind of just break down the show into four different quarters, uh, talk about sneakers for a little bit, talk about sports for a little bit, and then a little bit about what you guys maybe want us to talk about. So before I get into the panel, I want you to let, to let you know about our hashtag, which is hashtag the panel. And starting right now, you can send ideas for the fourth quarter, things that you want us to talk about that are not sneaker-related, uh, to that hashtag via Twitter. And I'll be monitoring it throughout the whole entire episode, and as well as your questions that you can leave in the comments for. Uh, use the hashtag for as well. And what we'll do is uh, pick a topic to discuss in the fourth quarter as well as get to some of your questions in sort of like a lightning round. Uh, so to start, I want to introduce everybody. Uh, we'll start with Chris. You guys know Chris uh, Nightwing. This is this is his channel. But Chris, let them know a little bit about what you do and where they can find you. Um, I basically do performance reviews uh, here on the channel, but I do regular reviews, I guess, too. Uh, detailed looks, things like that, breakdown tech, um, and then I also own and uh, publish weartesters.com. So that's where it's more of like a blog style news, uh, mostly performance oriented though, and then we have like off-court section as well for those that are more into the lifestyle stuff. Awesome, and one of my uh, closest friends from here uh, on the internet, we've got Icy Soul online, one of the best Twitter accounts you can follow. Icy, let them know a little bit about what you're about. Hey, you know, I just run uh, icysoul.com. Uh, pretty simple. Uh, Icy Soul Online is my Twitter. They wouldn't give up the uh, the original Icy Soul name. Um, you guys probably see me around. You know, I typically leak early information, photos before others. That's basically what I'm known for. Um, ranked number five on complex list for independent, you know, sneaker blogs. Other than that, you know, I mean, I start shit on Twitter. That's what I do. So, <laughs> awesome man. Thank you for being here. And uh, next up, we got my Rilla man, the most original guy I know on YouTube. Give it up for Goldie Gorilla. Goldie, let us know where you're at, man, and what you do. What up, y'all? What up, my Rillas? I gotta hit him with it. Goldie in the house. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> awesome man. We love having you. Gorilla Soul Game. This comedy is sneakers. I just do whatever, man. Check me wow. out. Awesome. We got the man, Mr. Fomer Simpson. Fomer's got a new show now on Complex. Make sure you guys are checking that out on Complex YouTube channel. And he's got some stuff going on his own. Fomer, let him know. Yep. Uh, well, the YouTube channel is Mr. Fomer Simpson. I do sneaker videos, uh, regular reviews, uh, quick looks, on feats, performance videos, pretty much the whole nine. Also just started another channel with my brother that's non-sneaker related stuff. That's Banana Stew Productions. Um, and then as far as all the social media stuff, it's Mr. Former Simpson across the boards. Check me out. Awesome. And sort of my partner in crime on this show, Donovan uh, from Shoe Palace. Uh, we sort of got, kind of co-created this in the, in the background. So Donovan, let them know uh, who you are, what you do, and where they can find you. Um, I'm probably the dude at least... Least of you know, I'm the guy behind ShoePalace.com. Um, I helped start the, all the social media for the shoe retailer, and um, been with the company for like half years. So I'm like this, I get uh, the cool guy behind the scenes here. But uh, but yeah, that's what I do on the social media. So whenever you get me online, it's just me and nobody else at ShoePalace. So um, yeah, I'm, I've got thick skin. So, that's about <laughs> yeah, it. definitely. I think that could be said for for everybody on the panel. <laughs> Part that was sort of one of the things I considered to put together. But I think it's a great mix of personalities, a great mix of products. So uh, thank you guys for all being a part of this. We're gonna start with uh, talking about sneakers, and the first topic I really wanted to touch on was the Jordan Future. I know a lot of people have talked about it, particularly like in their videos about the sneaker. Uh, but I wanted to get some of your guys' uh, thoughts on it and. 
not only it as a model, but how you initially reacted to it and what you think of that that direction from Jordan Brando and whether or not you want to see more of it. So Nightwing, I want to start with you, uh, being that I know that you're a big Jordan fan and a big performance fan. Uh, how did you feel initially seeing the Jordan future? What were your sort of first thoughts? Uh, initial reaction, just like almost every time you see like a brand new shoe from Jordan, is like, what the? Because it was just a weird looking shoe, um, especially the way that they had the the images. I don't know if you guys remember. It was like a it was like illuminating green bottom sole, and they featured it on like Complex or something like that. Is where they broke the news. So it was just a strange looking thing. Kind of looked like a banana. Wasn't overwhelmed or underwhelmed. I was just kind of like neutral with it. Um, and then it wasn't until I got a pair and I put them on, and I was like, oh, okay, because they're comfortable. And um, a lot of people were on the Roshi thing. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, but Roshis are just garbage, shooting. these shoes just kind of trash, like, right on them. It, yeah, I've got, I got to say, I've heard a lot, I've heard them a lot being compared to the Roshi, and I, yeah. I think that's just the people's easiest way to say, it's, you know, it's it's got this soft upper and it's and it's a comfortable, pretty simple sneaker. But it's got a lot more going on. Than, the con- than the concept is exactly the same. It's a lifestyle shoe that is uh, inspired by sports um, or sport look. And so the Roshi Run is inspired by a runner. The Jordan Future is inspired by the Eleven, I guess. I'm not really sure. Um, it's got that whole shape just because of the tooling. But you know, it's got actual tech in there, so they're super comfortable to wear all day. Uh, not all of them are, are a hit, in my opinion. I only really like a, cu- a couple of them. So, and the ones that I do like are the ones that I own. And uh, I and yeah. I see you you had sort of a, a different reaction, right? Because I, I you were went right for the bolts. I know you were kind of mm-hmm. like early in on them, weren't you? Yeah. Tell they, us a bit uh, how you felt. Yeah, the bolts were definitely. Uh, I like something that stands out. So you know, the Volt kind of attracted me. I liked the, the Volt LeBron Ten. So I was kind of naturally attracted to the Volt Future. Um, at first, I was a little, you know, wary of them. Like, I don't know if I'm somehow liked. I didn't like the Roshi at all. Like Nightwing was saying, I wasn't a fan of it. Um, but, but the future is actually, it's actually, it is comfortable. It's definitely a, a go-to shoe. I think I got, um, I got three pairs of them so far. Um, so I'm definitely gonna get some more. I, I like a couple of the other colors that are coming up. So I definitely think it's a, a must-have for the summer at the very least. And Donovan, a little, a little retail insight. How, how are they doing? From what you can tell at Shoe Pals. They're doing pretty good, but it's just some of these colors. I don't know, because we're we're West Coast based, so it really. I, I think a lot of these colors play to like your your region. So like the Volts, I was just at our Lakewoods. Actually, I was at two stores today, and the Volts are just sitting there. Um, but uh, but like the blacks and the grays sold pretty well. I mean, of course, the first couple of high piece releases that we had, the camo ones and whatever, those all sold out. Um. But I don't know. It, it does well. It's just something different, which Jordan needs, because most of their inline stuff is, uh, well, we won't comment about their inline, but most of us probably don't wear it. <laughs> right. right. And uh, that that's a good segue. I wanted to go to you, uh, Goldie, to get a little bit of your thoughts on Jordan Brand sort of taking this lifestyle step and whether you'd like to see more of that from, from Jordan Brand. What do you think, Goldie? I didn't really love the uh, futures at all. Um I bought one and I compared it to a Roshi, of course. Um, but it actually it's better than a Roshi run. I mean, I can't mess with the Roshi runs. <laughs> but um, the lifestyle uh, line by Jordan Brand, um, I think they could do a little better and come up with some better stuff. But overall, I mean, the future is a, is a nice step. Yeah, I gotta say I'm excited that they're that they've they clearly gave it some thought, right? And I had seen, um, shout out to, to T-Blake. T-Blake had given a little bit of a history that they kind of were playing around with that for a while, I guess, internally. Uh, a designer was, was wearing a, a future around for a bit, and it kind of, like, organically grew. So I hope that they do continue there. Fomi, your your thoughts on, on Jordan Brand going lifestyle and, and what you hope to see from it? Yeah, I, uh, I like it personally. You know, like, it seems like we're getting hit with retros like every week, like bang, bang, bang. So for them to, you know, kind of step outside the box a little bit, at least from like this, the standard retro, um, that's like kind of like a, a breath of fresh air for me. I, I like them, and I think they've come out with some nice colorways. I'm not crazy about all the colorways, but there's three or four that I think are really clean. So I, I'm a, I'm a fan. 
And the last little bit I want to talk about on the future, I want to get, I want to go through real quick and get everyone's thoughts on this. But they did a premium model, and then they've done like sort of a standard model, and at two different price points with two different materials. Um, I think the packaging is the same, right? But aside from that, uh, just that idea of putting out a shoe and putting it out in two different models in in the lifestyle world, right? We see that a lot in performance, especially in basketball with the the standard and then the elite. So, Nightwing, your thoughts on doing that in lifestyle, is that something you'd like to see continue? Do you think it works? Um, I guess it works, obviously, with sales, but uh, I did think that the first two that they dropped with the blacked-out midsoles, those were clean, and yeah. I, I couldn't get those. So uh, i gotta, I got to say, that's been that's sort of been the, my obstacle to even giving it a try is I wanted those. You know what I mean? So it's like I, don't, I would love to try the sneaker, but I don't want the, any of the non-premium. That's why I, I like certain colorways. So yeah, right. I see. What do What do you think? There, you you have both, right? You have a premium and a regular. Nah, I don't have any of the premium pairs, unfortunately. I know that the bots beat me to them, so I don't. I didn't get any of them. Um, yeah, no. But I mean, at, at the price points, it is what it is. I mean, you get the 3M on the premium ones, on most of them at least. I think both of them do actually. The the breads and the uh, the glows have 3M, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I mean, you kind of get something extra for it. I guess, but I mean, I think, I mean, at 150, I think it's already high on the Jordan Future price. Um, and then, as far as the lifestyle goes, I'm not liking the Jordan Shine at all. You know, that's where they're heading. You know, to the trying to compete with the Balenciaga at 400 dollars for a Jordan Shine is just a, I think that's a terrible idea. Uh, I don't see that shoe selling on at all. That's definitely heading to discount after 30 days. I think if it, I think if it succeeds, it will be like purely on the hype of what's going on in sneakers right now. Donovan, as a retailer, what are your thoughts there in the? And the shine, and 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 Jordan trying to open up these new markets. Do you think that could, uh, could can it exceed their hype? Can they end up in some territory that they can't succeed in? Um, well, because we don't really like deal with like you know premium locations. I don't know, but I mean I've seen. Bull, I don't know if you guys have seen both shoes. I've seen both shoes, and if the quality of the shoes that I've touched and felt are what's coming out, like. It's good, but I don't know. I don't know if it's. I, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. I should plead the fifth right now. But um, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just not. I don't know if it's worth the, worth the price point on it. But we'll have to wait and see. You know, the first two are gonna sell out regardless. So because everybody's gonna want those ones, but we'll see what happens after the fact. But it also depends on where they're selling it too. They better not sell it. I mean, not to knock Shoe Palace, but there's maybe a couple places they could sell it. But it should be like a freaking Barney shoe, or like you know, sitting at the right places instead of putting it in some putting it everywhere. But all right. Well, one guy who's definitely, definitely not going to plead the fifth. Our wild card here, Goldie. Tell him how you feel. What do you think of that shine? The shine is pure Tuesday, Thursday pickup. But hey, that's my <laughs> opinion. Hey, I like that they're going into runners, and I like the lifestyle stuff too. But um, they can't just slap a Jordan jump man on everything and and try to push it out at two hundred bucks or more. It could be tough. Fomi, any thoughts on that, man, moving into those higher price margins and, and sort of taking to, to new markets? We're talking about the shine? Well, the the future, is, I think, is a start in that, right, and then in opening up new things. But, yeah, ultimately in the shine now in these, in these new markets and new spaces, do you think they can succeed? And if they do, do you think it's really off the strength or, or are, they, are they putting out a great product in that space? I mean, I do like the, the direction because it's something different. And, you know, I think switching things up is always a good look. Um, I think the, the shines are terrible. But, um, <laughs> I, I mean, if if they put out something dope, yeah, I mean, I think they'll do well. Um, but I, I don't think that's the shoe that's going to do it. So that's five out of five here on the panel. We, we all think it's not – it's trash. So, so if it works, you know, there might be something to discuss there. We'll definitely have to come back to that topic. The next thing we want to talk about here on sneakers is uh, just a huge week for Nike ID. I don't know if you guys are Nike ID fanatics like I am. If you if you follow me on social media, you know I'm always on Nike ID. We've got uh, the Kobe 9 Elite Lows, um, this phenomenal ID. I can't wait to get some more options there. And then for us sort of, sort of, uh, of our age group, we're really excited now. We've got uh, the 89 came the other day, and just today now the, the SC trainer is active on Nike ID. I want to go right to you, former man. Give me a good story about the, the SC trainer or the 89 and, and how you're feeling about being able to make your own. Um, the SC trainer I'm, I'm hyped about, man. You know, 
I still remember when, you know, when I first saw him, my man had the uh, the Auburn, the classic Auburn colorway. He, he wore him to school and was just snapping everybody's neck. Um, since then, I've been in love with him. It's probably a top 10 sneaker for me. So to see him, I think it was uh, Hess Pick that, that uh, said that they had him on uh, ID. And uh, I'm definitely going to make a couple pairs of those. Um, I'm not too big on the 89, actually. You know, I got a lot of homies who are into them, but that shoe's always been, it's not a bad shoe, but I, I've never owned a pair. You know, I, I definitely won't ID a pair, but the, uh, the Bo Jacksons, I, I'm all over those, man. Yeah, I've, 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 I've got to choose between like four of them I got in my locker already. Goldie, you doing an SC or an 89? Definitely a SC, 89, no. Um, gotta get the Bo Jacksons, man. I love all the colors that they have available. I'm definitely going to do like four or five pairs. <laughs> awesome, man. Let's switch over to this KD because, or to this Kobe, sorry. That's the one I know everybody's into. And I saw Nightwing, you got one, right? Tell us a bit about the one you, you put together. Yeah, I did that like as soon as I saw it. I was at my daughter's swim lessons and I seen it on my cell phone. And I I did it on my phone and bought it right after <laughs> Screw this, dude. I'm grabbing a pair. So, um, some people were complaining the price a little high. I think it was like 166 shipped, uh, which which is high. But the pain in the ass hassle that you're gonna go through just to try to get one of their GR versions of this shoe, I'm not having that. So, you know, uh, I'd rather idea pair, pay 66 bucks extra than retail, and say screw it. And it's my pair, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I made it myself. So the shoe's gonna be sick, hopefully. Awesome. Um, I'm seeing in the comments, or I saw in the comments that it's locked on Nightwing. On my screen, it's moving around. If you guys would just tweet to uh, hashtag the panel and let me know if that's that's been fixed. I'm not in control of it, but I see it moving around. Um, I see. I see. Uh, your your Twitter is a good place to go see a bunch of people's ideas. You've been retweeting quite a few of them. Have you made a few yourself of that, Kobe? I own zero IDs of any any kind. Um, I've came close to purchasing an ID, but I never actually pulled the trigger on any. I just can't, I don't know, I just can't convince myself to, to own a one-of-one, one, I guess. I'm not a big, I mean, I'm a fan of them, but I'm not like a super fan, like how you guys feel about the IDs. Just like I'm not a super fan of, you know, customizers that, you know, airbrush shoes and things like that. I'm just not I mean, they look good. You know, like I said, I was close to purchasing um, the Miami Vice-inspired Kobe 9 Flyknit, but I never actually pulled the trigger, even with the 20% off code that, you know, one of my followers sent me. I didn't even do it. I mean, it looked cool, but I just can't, you know, when they put a Jordan on, remember, I'll do something. You know, you get Nike IDs and Jordans, you know, let me get like a 3 or an 11 up there, you know. <laughs> Man, that would be a heck of a day for sure. I would love to... I'll, I'll be I'll be tuned in to Icy Soul online for that. Early. I'll, be getting, I'll be getting my money right for that day for sure. But I, I just think this flyknit thing opens up a lot of possibilities, and so I've been playing with it a lot. But I, there's no way. I mean, this can go down as like one of the greatest IDs ever if it gets the right options. So um, I'm kind of sitting and waiting on that. Uh, Donovan, have you, you messed with ID at all? Have you looked taken a look at the new Actually, with the nine, yes, dude. That flyknit nine, like after seeing, uh, I. Got to see a couple of the HTMs, and I mean, I don't know if the quality is going to be as good as those, but it made me love the nine low. And so now that you have like close to the similar options to those HTMs that you can make, like it kind of sold me on it. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for somebody to get back who might uh might uh, take care of me on trying to do my first uh, ID. I'll probably do like a nice solid gray one, but they look good. Awesome. Chris, if you will, because this is being hosted from your account, when you're looking at it, do you only ever see yourself on the big screen? Um, I just clicked on, well, I'll click on me now. But so and, that, and then unclick, just click yourself, you should get a box around you, and then click it yeah. again and it should take it away. So, oh, wait. Oh, you okay. want it to be away. So that'll be random then? Yeah. So okay. I hope that fixed it, guys. Let us know again. Just tweet right. with the hashtag, the panel, and we'll take a look and make sure... That that's fixed. Sorry about that. Uh, first episode, right? So I'm a new. <laughs> I don't like plus. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you like the '89? No, no '89 love here. No '89 IDs getting I, done. Uh, I, I love the '19 or the the '89. I hooped in them in high school, my senior year. Uh, so they have a very special place in my heart, but they don't have that 100 and what 50, 60 dollar special place. 
uh, for an idea yeah. when I could buy a white on white version and then throw it to some customizer and have them paint it up. Like I don't need a I don't need an ID version of it. Um, that's a that's a good point. Sometimes the price point makes makes a big deal. And I think with the Kobe's, like you said, man, it's going to be such a pain in the took to uh, we're trying to keep this speed 13 I don't really talk like that but um, <laughs> it's going to be such a pain to get them and then if you definitely don't want to spend resale money on something when you, you can spend that same money with less getting, getting a one of one I think exactly um, and so that's a really good push for that model on, on the, the, the 89 was always that that low the reason why I owned the 89 before is because my parents wouldn't buy me the 4 and the 5 that were retro at that time <laughs> The 89 was right next to him. I was like, hey, they got the same soul as the floors, close enough. And they were like under 100 bucks, so I was able to get those. So that's that's why I think putting that on ID is great, but for over 100 bucks, I'm just not sold on that. It defeats the purpose of the shoe. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. So uh, I want to take the last sort of end of this quarter, this sneakers portion, uh, because I think this is a topic we could really talk a lot about. Um, it's certainly a hot topic right now, and everyone's given their opinions already, but I thought it'd be kind of nice uh, to talk about it with you guys. Um, we've got these 2015 remaster collections coming out, and Jordan Jordan Brand up in the ante. I know some of you guys know people at Jordan Brand. I know some of you guys know early information. I know some of you guys know quite a bit more than me. So anything you can let us know that's in the realm of safety about that. Also, um, is it affecting your buying between now and then? Um, what do you plan to do when they come out? Like, I, I have a plan to, if, I, if it's a shoe I really like and I, and I can get it, I plan to get the remaster and then try to get rid of, you know, I've got a couple, a couple retros on some of my favorites. So my plan is to basically, like, upgrade to, to the remasters when available, and then in doing that I'm going to probably ditch whatever I have dead stock. Um, Nightwing, you got a plan for this, or how do you feel about it, first of all? Um... First off, they're going to increase the price anyways every quarter, so why not throw us better quality and just say that's the reason? I don't really care. Um, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, who cares, yeah. dude? Uh, either buy them or don't. So, uh, second thing is, they're coming back out with the Columbias, finally. So, those I'm grabbing, grabbing the Oreos. Um, I was a little bit irritated because of the 10s, because they came out, the, the ones that are coming out with the 45. And those are sick. Um, and then I doubled up on the Chicago's because it's a dope-looking shoe. So I'm going to get rid of mine and then get that one because they look better without the checkered print on the inside. They got the ID, not the ID, but, you know, the PE number on the side. So um, so like you, I'm going to do certain swaps and, I guess, trades or upgrades. But um, they were going to increase the price anyways. Might as well give us better material. So. And Fulmer, uh, knowing that this is coming, does that does that have any effect on you? Like between now and then, are you looking at what Jordan Brand's putting out now at the price it's putting it out? Is it weighing out? Is it is it you know affecting your just buying decisions at all? No, I don't think so. I mean, I've slowed way down as far as Jordan retros go. Anyway, um, you know, I'd be lying if I said that if something comes out that I like, I'm gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna wait till till the quality's better. Um, I do think it's dope that they're doing it. Um, you know, like Nightwing said, I mean, the price is going to go up. They might as well, you know, toss us uh, some better materials. Um, but I, it's it's not going to really affect me between now and then. Yeah, I think it's what's one of the things that's kind of cool about it is that they're really you you really have to take it at the pro, uh, like as the brand being you know um, you know having pride in themselves, right? Because you're absolutely right that they could continue to bump this up for the foreseeable future, and, I mean, if a if the sneaker sold out in a whole 10 minutes, it would be doing bad these days, right? We, we expect to see it sell out in, in under 10 minutes, right? So they could, you know, I'm assuming, bump it up well into the 200s before it even slows down to that degree. So for them to be doing the quality thing and trying to get them closer to the way they were on Mike's feet, um, to me that speaks a lot about the, the, bride, the, the pride sorry, that the brand has. Would you would you agree with that, Donovan? Uh, yeah. I mean, and it's it's the pride. It's also trying to figure out. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's how to make more money. That's all that matters, you know, at the end of the day. But I mean, at least they know that uh, that the consumer has been complaining about this for I don't know how long. It's been you know since the quality's kind of hit or miss on every shoe. So as long as they get it right every shoe, then it, this is going to be like great for them and great for everybody involved. But 
Yeah, I don't know. What else do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, no, and I agree too. But the, the point that the point that I'm trying to make, and, and Goldie will or Icy actually, let's go to Icy with this. They could do it. They could do it for us, or they could do it for the money. But regardless, they're making they're making the money right now, right? I mean, they're not. Yeah. There's no fear, no fear of not selling out on a retro. Wouldn't you say, Icy? Nah, the, any anything they put out is going to sell out. The quality. Especially to me, I mean, personally, the quality means absolutely nothing to me. As long as it looks good on my foot and people know what it is, I'm happy with it. You know, I, I don't, I don't sit there and look at every, you know, centimeter of the shoe and look for glue stains or look for, you know, certain <laughs> shit like that. I don't, I don't care. You know, um, so when I, when they put out a two hundred twenty-five dollar, you know, Lab Five or Lab Three, I'm gonna buy it and it's gonna be on my foot, you know, sometime, and I'm gonna take a photo for with it, and it, that's what it is. You know, so, um, I mean, Jordan, can, that's what they're doing. They're testing the market, you know, with these $225 shoes, $250 shoes, you know, 275 LeBrons. They're seeing how far, you know, Nike and Jordan are seeing how far some would actually go to have that on their foot. And it, at this point, it seems like 275 is the max that they'll do for it. And, and consumers are still paying that, you know. And, you know, you got somebody's car note on your foot at 275 you know. That's serious. <laughs> Goldie, I see you shaking your head, man. Let them know. How do you feel about those guys uh, checking for glue stains and counting the stitching and, and whatnot? How do you feel? It's ridiculous, man. Uh, all the quality complaints, all sneakers have quality problems. But I can tell you one thing. Ain't nothing better than getting new money. Let Nike get their money. Y'all let y'all making the <laughs> freaking sneakers sell out. So, um. Of course, man. Let them give us a little better quality for say, and hey, bump up the price. They're gonna do it anyway, just like yeah, man. Said. Like I said, I think that's great. Let them let them continue to get their money. Every and, and even things that we say like, oh, those were a flops. Those were around for a week. That's crazy <laughs> talk, man. You, you know, you you hear what I'm saying? Everything sells out. Uh, when I was a kid, they sat for much longer than a week and were still extremely successful enough to give that man a building. You know. Uh, on campus, and um, they're going to continue to be that way. So I think whether we like it or not, we're going to be paying more, and we will pay more. So it's really nice to get to get uh, as close. It's I, I almost want to compare it to like Mitchell and Ness, right? If they're doing what they say in that press release, they're like really going to try. Have you guys, th- those of you that that talk with Jordan Brand, have you guys heard that? Is is that the way they're communicating? That they're really going to try their best to to replicate them the way they were? Nightwing, any any, any, any insight? I haven't spoken to anyone about it, um, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I mean, when they were talking about the shapes and all that stuff, like, I, how you, I don't know, dude. Like, how the hell are you gonna know? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I think that's right. I didn't, I didn't understand that. And the fingers and the laces, it's like, who cares, dude? So, um, <laughs> I just want real leather that yeah. doesn't hurt when I walk, and that's it. I don't mind creases. I'm not like that. Like, if you can hoop in it. I'm happy. Oh man, we got crease police everywhere. <laughs> Seriously, man, I get I get Instagram comments like those would be so dope with, if it wasn't for those creases. I'm like, they're not even your shoes, and you're mad. Yeah. That, that's that that's just just weird to me. I mean, that's stuff. <laughs> it's weird to me. It's it's ridiculous, dude. So. Anyway, guys, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up out of sneakers here, but I do want to get your thoughts sort of on everything we talked about in the comments below, and I at least I will definitely get in those comments and, and check them out. So let us know. Um, I'm sure the other guys will too. I didn't mean it like that, but let us know what you think of the other things we talked about there, and maybe some ideas. Uh, first of all, you gotta let us know if you want to see more of the panel, if you want to see another episode. But if you do, maybe some stuff we could talk about that's sneaker related in the next episode. But I definitely want to transition to sports because I want sports to be almost an equal part of this show. Um, all of us up here are real big sports fans, and um, I think they kind of go hand in hand. And at least, at least my love, and I, I think I can speak for a lot of these guys, comes from having having played in these shoes and, and memories attached to some of the things that these athletes did in these shoes. So, that being said, uh, the World Cup, we got to talk about it. It's going into the semifinals. The U.S. Uh, put up quite an effort. I'm not a big soccer fan. I'm only pretending right now to get this introduced, uh, but I know some of the guys on here are really into it. Fomi, I know you've been watching it, man. What do you think of what the what the U.S. did? You want to give them give them some love, man? Some real uh, some real effort, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love it, man. Um, you know, the World Cup to me is dope because like it only happens once every four years, and you know you're playing for your country, so I think that kind of like ups the stakes a little bit. You know, a guy might only play in in one of them in his prime. I know some guys play in three or four of them, but even still. Um, so I just feel like the dudes are real hungry, man, and uh, 
I feel like with the U.S., we were pretty much outmatched in every game. Um, but just kind of with, with heart and toughness, you know, we kind of got, we got to the final 16. Um, and even in that last game, we gave up like 30 shots on goal and should have lost probably five zip, but hung in there. And, uh, I, I just think it's awesome. And I, I, you know, people say, oh, well, you know, you know, how can you uh, get excited? It's, it's zero, zero, or it's two, one. But uh, I don't know. You know, my dad played soccer. He played a little bit of semi-pro. And uh, so I'm just kind of – I'm not like some hard-body fan, but I've always appreciated it. And uh, to me, the World Cup – and any time the U.S. is playing in anything, I'm going to support. But um, I think the World Cup has been great. Awesome. We got a a tweet at – sorry to keep doing this. We got a tweet as of two minutes ago that it's still locked on somebody. So Nightwing, just make sure no one's got a box on them right now. I don't see all right, that's as much as we can do. We'll just keep it moving then. Anybody else uh, get into the World Cup? Got any predictions maybe they want to throw out? Columbia. No, <laughs> for man. Take it over, Donovan. What do you think, what'd you think of no. the U.S., and what do you think is going to happen here out? Well, see, I wasn't. I, I played soccer kind of in high school, so like every other kid, I was a, goal, a keeper, so of course I love Howard. And um, But I lived in Bogota, Columbia, during the the last time Bogota or last time Columbia was in the World Cup, and living there, when you see like the difference in the way America reacts to it versus the way like the rest of the world reacts, like the the country literally shut down, like restaurants closed, you couldn't find anything anywhere. It was just like insane. So ever since then, I've just like I've had that feeling every time I come back. And this year is like good for me because United States played very well, very impressive for what they are. And then I've got Columbia back for the first time since I lived there. And so it's just, it's been exciting for me just to watch. And if, I don't know if people who follow Shoe Palace's social media see a lot of obnoxious like posts about it, but I'm allowed to do that. The bosses say do it, and it's fun, and it's fun to watch people get like mad about it and like shut up, talk about shoes. But uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's 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 just fun to be part of this because it's something everybody at this moment around the world, you know, almost everybody is into. And that's you know if you think about it that way, it's just fun. I mean, I I sat in Redondo Beach for the game the other day. I got there. There was like. 200 people there, it's like, oh, this sucks, dude. The Galaxy can't put anything together, like putting together a good event. Then the minute the kickoff came off, I looked back, and I'm like, damn, dude, there's like 1,000 people here. Then I looked back again, 2,000 people. Then I looked back, and I was like, just more and more people kept showing up at this location. I'm like, this is just amazing to me that, you know, something can do that. But I don't know. I'm excited about this. And I, I'm, I'm Columbia all the way. I hope Neymar gets his butt kicked by James and gets every – I don't know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there you go, man. There you go. Anybody else with a prediction for the rest of the World Cup? I don't want to. Nah, yeah. it's going to be, be all right then. That's perfect because <laughs> next we're talking about basketball, and I know there's not a guy on this panel that doesn't have an opinion here. Let's talk free agency, guys. Any any juicy rumors? Let's go to you, uh, Nightwing, to start. What do you, th- what do you think with Melo taking all these meetings, and uh, well, first, where do you think we might see him? First, before I say that, it's sad that the offseason is more entertaining than the actual season. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sorry. Um Secondly, I don't care where Melo goes as long as he doesn't end up in Golden State. I don't care where LeBron goes as long as he doesn't end up in Golden State. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to. I just want the new season to start. I want to keep Clay Thompson and Curry on my squad, and that's it. So. Wait, so you wouldn't take Bron? I no, I'd rather play against him. So with the squad that we have, so I respect him as a player, but that's about it. I'm not a fan of his. I'm sorry. So, you know, just like I would never, I would never want like Kobe to come on this team here. Uh, I, I, I feel like the way that we've established ourselves so far in the last three, four years, I feel like we've earned a place where like, hey, we can compete with those guys. I don't want to, I don't like the super team aspect. So, the the sooner that we can break all that up, the better, because then the league will be fun again. So that's a great, that's a great place to move it. Let's move it over, Fomi. I know you're gonna have a, a lot of great basketball insight. Let's move it over to this to the breaking of the super team. What, what do we think is going to happen with the with the big three? Are they staying together? If they do, what do you think they're going to try to do to help Miami? And then uh, then we'll talk a little mix. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know. Like I've gone back and forth on it. I mean, initially I thought that Braun was staying in Miami 100. Uh, percent Now I I don't know. I I just really don't see how they're going to upgrade that much. Um. I don't know. I mean, I guess if I was betting on it, I would say he stays in Miami. Um, 
he's more than welcome to come to New York. Um, <laughs> make it happen, Phil. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that uh, Wade and Bosch. I don't think they can win a win a championship with those three anymore. I think that's a wrap. I think that ship has sailed. So here's the thing that I'm hearing out of Miami is that uh, Bosch wants a certain amount of money, and I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm not big like like Nightwing. I, I want to watch him play. I'm not big into all this. Like I'm not a uh, behind the scenes fan at all. And I don't know if that makes me less of a fan. Some people would say that, but I really love to watch the game, and, and that's about it. But I've heard Bosch wants a certain amount of money. Miami's got to give it to him or he'll get it somewhere else. And I've heard LeBron has taken max. That's period. Right. Um, so with that being said, uh, Gorilla Soul Game, what do you think we can? What do you think they can get done in Miami with what they have left? And uh, do you think they'll stay together? They're not staying together. Um, way to probably take the hometown discount. Stay. Um, I think LeBron's personally. I personally think he's staying. Uh, Bosch. I want to see him get a max contract from somebody. Yeah, he can. I doubt it's going to happen. I doubt it's going to happen to me. We'll see. Uh, let's, go, let's go to my, my other Nick fan here. Back to Foamy with this. What do you think about Melo's uh, prospects and the, the people he's met with? If he has to, I'm going to give you a tough question. If he has to leave New York, where, where do you want to see him? Do you want him out of the conference, or do you want to see him play with Thibodeau and maybe develop as a defensive player? What do you, what do you want for him? You know, I mean – I'm kind of torn. You know, I kind of want him to stay, but we're going to be ass cheeks next season anyway. Like, <laughs> like, there's no way around that. The season after that, we maybe can start to get decent, but um, I don't know. At this point, I'm not going to say I want him to leave because I, I want him to stay, but if he does leave, I wouldn't be mad. I would like to see him get a ring because I think he gets, you know – I think he gets a ton of hate, you know, as being one-dimensional and not being able to win and all those things. I think uh, Chicago would probably be the best look for him as far as winning goes. Um, yeah, I agree. And as a Mellow fan, I think it's the best thing for his game, too. I think that's where, um, you know, he stands to, to learn the most and become more well-rounded, I think, that he, that he could be. And I think with Mellow, you have to consider the fact that you know, he, he's not really – I don't want to say he's not explosive because he's exciting and that makes you want to use that word, but he's not a real, like, jump high, run fast kind of guy. So I think um, his his next couple years are going to be just as solid as, as the last couple. I think he's got a lot of life in him. And I think to go into the Thibodeau system and, and learn uh, to play defense or at least to play in a system um, where he can be defensively effective in his position – I think could really make him a better player. So if I got to lose him from my Knicks, I think I want to see him go there as much as that makes our division any so much harder. But it's all right because, like Fomi said, I don't think we're doing anything in our division for some time. And uh, in Phil, we trust, right? We'll, we'll see. Exactly. I do like the draft picks, though. I like the draft yeah. picks. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about, about the draft. Icy, anything exciting you've seen? Not really. Um, just the fact that this the local team, the Sixers, keep trying to sell me season tickets because they drafted Joel and B, and I keep telling them no. That's about as exciting as it gets. I told I said, them get, get Wiggins. I said get Wiggins and we'd go right. For those of you who don't know, me and Icy, we're about we're about 15 minutes apart from each other, and Philly is real close. So I was saying if we got Wiggins, you know, I'll go in a Knicks street T-shirt, but I'll go to the to the Sixers. But uh. Too bad that didn't, that didn't happen. It felt like the the Sixers were picking like every other turn though. They really had a, a good go at the at the draft, huh? They got a lot of picks, and they and none of them will play this year. <laughs> that's just that's just how it is. Donovan, who do who do you like in basketball? Did they do anything exciting in the offseason? Well, I'm born in LA and raised uh, in Southern California, so I've been a Lakers fan forever. And I mean, we could all sit and talk. Uh, whatever. We've already had this talk, Nightwing, so we don't we don't need to. <laughs> but uh, but I, I I just want to see that whole team implode and blow up. Hopefully this season it'll happen. Um, and I don't want Carmelo out here. I don't want anybody out here. I'm happy with the draft pick they got, and I just want to see things start all over for them. Um, and Donald Sterling is hopefully out of L.A. soon, and that's been my biggest dream since I was a kid. I had a dream that Donald Sterling would get kicked out of L.A., and I'm not joking about that. I hate that man. 
And so I don't want to talk any more about that, but I'm just glad he's gone because now I can maybe like the Clippers. But, uh, but and I think, uh, you know what, if you look at their trends, right now they're going to suck this year. But um, when they get, get good things going, they'll go over the cap, and then they'll spend more money, and they don't even care about taxes and going over the cap and all that crap. Right now it's not worth it to them. And that's the way Jerry Buss always was, and I think his kids are going to do the same thing. But we just have to wait to get rid of uh, Kobe because as much as I love the guy, he's, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's leeching on a lot of our funds right now. So whatever. And I hope Powell leaves too. I want to see Powell go to Miami or Dallas or one of those other places they're talking about him going to. I know Miami's really, really interested, and in he's and San Antonio. He's really leaning towards those two. So I hope he goes to one of those two. It'll suck for the league, but but it might be interesting to see. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see if the Lakers say, okay, Kobe's, Kobe's saying what? He's got two years he's putting in? I want to see if they say, yeah. let's do everything we can to get him uh, in a position to get some more rings, or if they want to say, like, hey, hey, Kobe, ride it out, and we're riding it out until you're gone. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see uh, what happens in L.A. I, what I'm not excited about is that the Knicks have to meet with Melo in L.A. I think that's just so, I don't know, man. Melo can't get a flight home or couldn't have met with them first or something. I don't, I don't like I – don't, I'll tell you what. If it was my organization, I would definitely not get it on the plane and fly out to talk to Melo. I feel some kind of way. you got to think about Lala, Lala and uh, Phil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think that's what it comes down to. So we're going to wrap up sports there, guys. We're going to go into like the last uh, part of this show. And um, like I told you guys, we're going to start with one of the topics that have been tweeted to uh, hashtag the panel. So go ahead and do that like right now if you've been sleeping on doing that and you want to get a suggestion in. We're going to go off one of those, and then we're going to go into some, some questions, and then we're going to end on something you know, kind of, kind of fun. But before we do that, I want to tell you just again a little bit more about the show because if the panel – uh, succeeds and continues, it's going to be entirely up to those of you guys who watch. So if you would, give it a like, um, share it, tweet it out, whatever you want to do right now or, or after the fact um, to kind of let us get back together and talk to each other and say, hey, guys, I, I think we're having a ton of fun, right? And, and we're all we're all really good friends, but if we're going to make the time to do this, we'd like to know how you guys feel about it. And, again, we want to have um, a guest panelist moving forward if we continue this. So just to let you guys know, uh, maybe get you a little excited about it, Again, this is just some friends hanging out, so I'm not trying to hype anything up, but we definitely want to have, you know, Jock Slade is a good friend of ours. We want to have him as a guest panelist. Um, uh, Jordan from the Shuseum. Um, we, we've put out feelers with a couple other people. You know, I don't want to name – oh, Drew, Drew from the sit-down I'd definitely love to have on. Um, Yo, Auntie, we'd love to have on. He was sort of the originator of, of the paneled um, show. This is definitely an evolution of, of his original chat. Um, so definitely want to let you guys know that we're going to do that and that this this is the panel. These guys uh, are my team for this. And, again, thank you to Nightwing for letting us have it here. Let us know in the comments if you want to see it uh, continue, really. And um, want to see somebody be a panelist, please, a guest panelist, please uh, let us know in the comments and just say, you know, I think it would be great if you had so-and-so as a guest panelist. If you, if you just put their name, it might not uh, – register later that I had asked you for names, you know, and I might not get it. So if you just say uh, a great guest panelist would be, and then let us know, we'll definitely check them out. And another thing I really want to do was talking to the guys about before we came on, it's sort of like every, ep- every other episode or every third episode have, um, you know, like one of the young kids on or um, one of the smaller channels on and maybe somebody you guys don't even know and uh, give them an opportunity to be, to be a panelist with us on the panel and, uh, get their opinions out and voice their opinion and, and share their product. I think it could be cool because um, I think you guys know most of us and uh, that could be a really cool like aspect of the show. So let us know what you want, what you think about that. Leave your links. If you're, if you're a YouTuber and you're here and, and you're interested in being uh, on the panel, leave your links in the comments below. And this is sort of it guys. This, this is the panel. Uh, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to end it now. We're going to go into a question. I'm going to hop into Twitter and just choose one off the top. Here we go. All right, this is great. We'll go back to sneakers for the end here, for this part of the end. How do we feel about these LeBron 12 samples? So <laughs> I'm going to send it to Mr. Performance first. Chris, I don't know if you've taken a look yet. If you have, what do you think? What do you think is happening there in the tech? What are you excited about? Maybe what you don't like. Uh, things that I like, 
is the woven upper and the segmented what looks like zoom. I, I honestly can't tell. It's all colorful. Uh, so could be zoom, could be foam, could be both. And uh, I think that looks really, really cool. It's two pieces of tech that I like. And as far as your looks goes, people are going to hate on it right now. And then as soon as they release in that limited launch colorway, everybody's going to love them. So same thing every year. Awesome. This is such a great topic. Is everybody? You're going to see everybody's going to have a different piece. Like Icy, you've known about these for how long? You've been putting out hey, pictures for how long? What do you What do you think, man? You've been You've You've been on these for a minute. Nike LP. I'm innocent, first of all. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, uh, but as far as the LeBron 12 goes, it's tough. Um, it's kind of got the same feel to the LeBron 11 as me. Like I only own two LeBron 11s, and that's the 2K and the King's Crown I just got today. Um, outside of that, I don't own any LeBron 11s. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, so I got to really see the LeBron 12 in person. I'm glad they didn't they didn't raise the price any more than 200. You know, so I'm glad they stuck with that that price point. So. Yeah, that's a great. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll hop in here and get my thoughts. I think that's a great, great price point, uh, considering where everything else has been going and where and where we've seen the elites go and things like that. Um, I think I've heard and shout out to the Don Drew. He's my he's my source on this. I think he heard um, in a product meeting that uh, it's an articulated zoom. So what I'd like to see, uh, first of all, I, I can't wait to feel that, um, especially knowing what a fan of LeBron is. Of, or LeBron is of Zoom, um, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of Zoom too. So if this is some sort of evolution of Zoom, I'd like to see if those articulations are maybe um, different PSI, right? Okay. To, Can I add to that real quick? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, man. So they've done articulated Zoom before, but it was only in one unit. So if this is new articulated where it's segmented like that, that would be sweet. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And wouldn't you wouldn't you say uh, if they mess if they try to tune it like a tuned Zoom? Being that it's got into a bunch of different sets, that'd be great, right? Yeah, because the Jordan 14s, the original ones, were, were articulated um, where there was different chambers in it. The Jordan 2000, uh, 2012, I think it was, they had a, a midsole in there that, with an articulated forefoot. Um, so if this is a new generation of articulator, a next-gen articulated zoom, I think that would be sweet. Yeah, I'd be really pretty excited for that. Uh, Goldie, what do you think, man? Have you taken a look at them yet? Yeah, definitely. I, um, I personally love them. I love how they look right now. Um, I can't wait to make IDs for them. Um, if y'all don't know, I wear 14, 15, so, you know, I don't get every uh, <laughs> exclusive release like the King's Crown coming out tomorrow. So I'm excited, man. That's awesome, man. And Foamy, I know you're a big fan of playing the LeBron Ten. I know that's yeah. like your go-to shoe, right? Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of this next step in the LeBron line? Is it something you're excited to try playing? What do you think of the tech? Let, let us know as a baller. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they look like they're going to be good to hoop in. Um, I don't put too much stock in pictures. Um, I've talked about that before. You know, it's like these brands catfish sometimes. You know, like you think it's going to be, you think it's going to be one way, and you get them, and you know, and sometimes they look bad in pictures, and they look great in hand, vice versa. So uh, I don't really uh, get too into it until I see them in hand, and then I make a decision. As far as uh, performance, though, um, they they look like they're going to be dope, and you know, I like hooping in the eleven, I love hooping in the ten, so uh, I, I kind of expect more of the same. Awesome, man. Donovan, uh, have you got to take a look at him? Any thoughts, man? Uh, I've looked. Anything LeBron right now for me, if you want to go on retail in, just kind of scares me um, because it, they're going to probably make 50 million colors of it and oversaturated and have, like, half of them are going to be ugly and we're going to put them on clearance and whatever else. But, uh, but maybe because he didn't win this year, we can calm down with that and hopefully they can niche it kind of like they did with the Kobe, um, the Kobe Elites, you know? Because uh, I feel like it's going to be on the similar vein with those Kobe elites, kind of the the whatever behind it. So um, we'll see what happens, dude. LeBron's just such a hit or miss. It kind of on a retailer end, it's scary. I'm but. really I'm I'm really kind of excited to hear that. Let's let's riff off that for a moment because I gotta say, as an outsider, he seems like a like a sure win to me. You're saying on the in the retail end, it's kind of hard to move some LeBron stuff. Um, where you're at. East Coast, East Coast loves LeBron. East Coast gets yeah. tons of love. West Coast, you can find every style sitting on the shelves for a week or two sometimes, except for, like, the EXTs that are sitting in boutiques and are limited. But um, 
So it's like he doesn't get much love in, you know, California, which that takes away 10% of your population. So it's like, you know, there's, there's not much over here. You go to Vegas, man, you can you can find every LeBron imaginable sitting in Vegas. So if you guys want to make a trip to Vegas for more than just shoes, just go out there. You'll find whatever you need. <laughs> but, that's uh, awesome, man. That's, yeah. that's definitely interesting. For sure. So I'm inquisitive, man, but don't let me get you... Don't let me get you in trouble. Uh, when you're in a situation like that as a retailer, you, you've got these LeBrons that are kind of sitting, you're trying to move them. Uh, what's the pressure like from Nike to, to keep those in stock and, and to stock every single version or whatnot? Um, if you can talk about that sort of thing. I probably could because I'm not involved on that end as much. I just kind of, if I'm, if I'm in our office up north and I happen to be there when things are going on. But, uh, I mean, they don't... Sometimes they don't even give us certain stuff. I know for some guys, like you don't even get things. They they really make sure it goes to where it needs to go, goes to the the markets where like people actually there's a higher demand sometimes. So I know that happens because we sometimes miss out on certain colors out here that don't that don't show up here as at as many stores as do I know on the East Coast. So um, I mean I don't think there's pressure, but I know they I know they want to see everything sell and they want to see it sell at two ninety or one ninety nine, but. Other than that, I guess I'll, I'll stop there. Um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No, that's great, man. That's great. That's interesting stuff. I know the, the viewers will definitely enjoy that. Anytime we can get sort of like a like a behind-the-scenes look from you, Donovan, that, that's that's the, the great part about having you on the panel. So we're going to move into the last two bits here. Um, we're going to go into what uh, I hope becomes sort of like a staple on the, on the panel. We're going to do just one round tonight uh, of word association. So... Each of us panelists are going to just choose another one at random, and we're going to give them a word. And they're going to riff for about a minute, or if they only have like a one-word comeback, whatever it is, uh, they're just going to say the first thing that comes to mind. And we're going to try to make this silly, or you could try to get somebody to say something. You could do whatever you want to do with it. Uh, once you've answered, guys, you just pass it to another panelist, right? So I'm going to start it with Foamy, and Foamy, your word is food. Chipotle. I'm supposed to give you a one-word answer? You can give me. A, you can riff for a minute, man. Tell me. Tell me how you're feeling. Food. Food. Uh, well, I, I'm just. I'm fresh off the uh, a month of the paleo diet, so literally everything I look at uh, looks like food. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm driving. I look up at the clouds, and it looks like white cheddar popcorn. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm struggling. But um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I would love a plate of pasta. <laughs> Perfect, man. All right, man. Now it's on you. You're gonna pass it to somebody. Just call them out. Give them a word. Give them a word. A word. We any we're we going subjects here or? Uh... Nah, man. This is gonna. This is just as random as it can get. Just that time old, uh, oldest time game here, man. Just word association. All right. I'm gonna go uh, Goldie and uh, music. Garbage. <laughs> I don't know. This is a bunch of garbage out right now, music-wise. But that's what I thought about. <laughs> man, that's awesome. Shout out to Goldie Man for being here, for being on the panel. I, I think uh, he might be sort of like the the surprise, right? Out of out of everybody here, man. Make sure you're checking out Goldie Gorilla, and thank you for being a part, man. Go ahead and pass it to somebody. Give him a word, Goldie. I see. Mosquito kneecaps. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what, the, what the hell is that? <laughs> mosquito kneecaps. Yeah, hashtag that. Mosquito kneecaps. You pull them shits apart? Oh, <laughs> Why are you catching mosquitoes to pull their legs apart? Uh? <laughs> you got nothing better else to do, man. <laughs> I I make my pepper. <laughs> I ain't got nothing for that, man. Oh, man. Pass it. <laughs> pass it. Pass it. Oh, God. I'm going to go to uh, Nightwing with Matt Powell. Matt Powell? SOS. Matt SOS. Forbes. Hey, I, li I like the guy. Um, I, met, <laughs> I met him in person. If you would chop it up with him, you'd see where his brain is, like, how it's running. Um, he's strictly a numbers guy. He's got blinders on. It's just straight numbers. So a lot of people hate on him. That's cool. You know, to each their own. But uh, yo, shout out to Base the Rock for calling him Beaker, though. I mean, even he's got to laugh at that. Hey, that was I'm, I'm too I, good. Like I said, I'm I'm I admire the guy 
for what he does. Uh, you know, oh, respect absolutely, Respect is given where it's due, uh, just like anybody that does anything. So um, that's where I'm at with him. But, yeah, if you hate on him, go for it. You know, he expects it anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> he's a pro, man, in every – or now we're all ripping on him, but – uh, he's a pro in every sense of the word, and that includes getting you guys engaged and getting you guys talking about him. Everything he says is on purpose. Every reaction you give is what he wants. So, uh, so mad respect for that. Now we can go ahead and pass it to, Devon, to Donovan. Give him a word. Um, movies. Movies? Um, boring. Um, except that I was... You know what? I was reading this thing. I wish it was, didn't start with this movie, but if you look into this thing called 4D, they just opened up this theater out here and it's a 4D theater, and they shoot out, like, fog and water, and they have, like, stuff falling from the ceilings, and your seats move, and, like, all this other stuff, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm curious to see what it is, but they're doing it with Transformers is the first movie, so, you know, Michael Bebe. Um, Did you, like, drop he, a building on you? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I hope so. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> add to the experience, but, yeah, I don't know. That, that's my thing with movies, but other than that, uh, everything else is Netflix and Hulu. So, yeah. Great for movies. You're tripping. Huh? Ninja Turtles, Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Ninja Tur Actually, you know what has me more excited? Than you, we, you and I have already kind of talked this Gardens of the Galaxy. So, yeah, that, that's just that's my most anticipated uh, movie right now of this summer. So That's wait. definitely, definitely going to be good, man. It looks almost like Star Wars, right? Yeah. It looks like it's going to yeah. be better than Star Wars. It's got, it's yeah. got, some, it's got a funny bone. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. So we're going to end that, guys. That's word association. That's going to be a staple if the panel continues. And one thing I do want to let you know is if the panel continues, we'll have a guest panelist, and you guys, you the viewers, will go ahead and put out a word for them, and the one that gets the most likes in the comments will be the one that we'll present to the guest panelist. So that's how we're going to continue word association and try to keep that as a staple here on the panel. So we're going to end now with some of your questions. The way we're going to do that is I'm going to go through the comments and the tweets. I'm going to direct one user question to just one of the panelists. Uh, that way we can keep it moving and kind of like lightning round through a bunch of your questions and get you out of here um, in time to get dessert or whatever you do at this hour. I don't know. I was going to say something, but, again, PG-13. So <laughs> we got a question here. Oh, snuggle up next to a titty or something. <laughs> yeah, snuggle up and grab a titty, guys. I'm going to give it to uh, Goldie first. Goldie, what's your favorite MJ memory? Space Jam. That's a great one, man. That's actually a great one. For sure. Space Jam. All right, let's see. What else we got in these comments here? The movie, not the shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh, man, everybody's... Everybody's... Okay. Uh, all right, here, Goldie. I'm going to give it back to you just while I find another question. Why do you wear a gorilla mask? The question is, why not? <laughs> whoever, whoever asked. <laughs> That's awesome. Nightwing, they want to know what happened to the one verse one. Uh, too too many haters, and I just don't want to deal with people like that. So. <laughs> Yeah, guys, that's what this show's about, too, man. We're just having a good time, and that's what we'll try, we'll try to keep it that way, try to keep it fun. Guys, give me, give me some questions here. I got a bunch of comments and not a lot of questions. Uh, everybody wants to know why Jack isn't on the panel. Guys, there was a lot of guys. J Jock is absolutely somebody that would have been on the panel. What I tried to do is consider people that I knew had a lot going on on their own. And believe me, the people on this panel have a lot going on on their own. But um, I wanted to keep it to people that I could definitely, if we're going to continue to do this, I could definitely get here because I do want the, the core panel to be permanent. But expect Jock on here as many times as he wants to come on here, um, without a doubt. And uh, I see these suggestions, Yoanti as well, definitely going to get on there. Bull, definitely going to get him on here. On here. Um, you know what else we need, Rack? What's that? We need some, I mean, uh, some female representation. That's one thing I noticed we, uh, we kind of lack. We're a little too testosterone-driven. But uh, we need some critique from, from the ladies, too. I think some people might need that, too, in their life. I don't need it. I'm married, but I think others might. <laughs> yeah, let's do that, guys. Let us know what girls, sneakerhead girls, or just like you just know them from social media, you want to see if we could try to get to be guest panelists. Uh, let us know. Uh, Icy, what do you think of the black infrared sixes? I'm putting these to you, too, because I hadn't seen them until I hit Icy Soul. Uh, they're going to sell out. I mean, uh, that's, that's, I mean, it's it's just your white infrared six turned black. I mean, that's 
the quality is what I can tell from the photos is average at best at one eight. I think it's a one eighty five price tag they put on them. Um, it's going to sell out. I mean, I'm going to have a pair. Obviously, it's the newest. It's going to be the newest Jordan for Black Friday, so I have a pair. I mean, like I said, um, but quality wise, it, I don't expect much. So, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Another Jordan release. You know, shoe palace is going to sell out as usual, <laughs> and I'm sure everybody in this everybody in this panel will have a pair as well. You know, you'll see Fomer and Nightwing balling in them, and Gorilla throwing them on his mask or something biting on him or whatever the hell he's going to do with that mask, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're good to go. <laughs> All right, we got two more guys before we get out of here. Uh, Nightwing, do you think that LeBron not playing as much in the LeBron 11 had an effect on the sales of the LeBron 11? And then, Donovan, if you would, just ride off that and let us know how, how they sold by you, and if you can, in terms of numbers, if, uh, if you felt that was effect versus the 10. I what do you think? don't think so, because the people that wanted them bought them and the people that didn't, didn't. So, so you're under the impression that, that, that the player wearing them has a lot less to do with it maybe than it used to? Nowadays especially, yes. What do you think, Donovan? Do you, can you say you felt the same coming from um, the 10 to the 11 in the retail space? I think we've... Yeah, actually, me and Nightwing have actually talked about this once before, but, I, I mean, I kind of li- disagree a little bit on that because I just think back to my childhood, and one key thing... I, I did a huge, like, write-up, like, thesis report on the Gatorade commercial like Mike and how that, like, changed Michael Jordan's career. And, um, like, as a kid, I remember, I hated Michael Jordan. You guys will get mad at me for saying this, but, like, because I was in L.A., and, you know, he beat the Lakers when he beat Magic Johnson, so that just disappointed me. But at the same time, I owned a pair of fives, and I was sitting in the backyard sticking up my tongue, dunking on the eight-foot court. So, you know, I feel like with LeBron, it's the same thing. as like, yes, some people, you know, don't, it doesn't matter to them, but to some of these young kids, like, when they see LeBron playing that and then they go see him wearing the, the Soldier 7 or whatever, and then they're like, okay, that Soldier 7 is 100 bucks. Um, the other one's 199 All right, well, if LeBron can wear it, I can wear it. So, it, it, you know, it depends on, on your age bracket. But, you know, I'm looking back when I was, like, a really young kid when Michael was around and then looking to, like, you know, LeBron in that age group, sometimes I think that influences them. But I think for us older guys, I don't think it influences us quite as much. But... That's just my opinion on it. You guys have the soldiers at Shoe Palace? I don't remember seeing them on the shelf. Uh, it depends on the location. If it, if it actually if performance stuff sells at that location, we have it. I have the oh no, I just gave the eight back, but I just have the eight. Um, but we have we have that. But do they? Um, do, have you seen the soldier line sell better than the signature this year, or or no? See, we don't have we're not performance based, so for us, not really. But from what I hear from, like, say, a Foot Locker or from um, Finish Line, you know, and those guys, and they could, you know, you guys know some of these guys, and they could, they could tell me I'm wrong. But I think on that end, I think the Soldier did better, or at least better than expected. Whereas the LeBron may have sold more numbers, but when you look at percentages versus allocation, you know how much were out there. The Seven outdid the uh, outdid the uh, the regular Eleven. Okay. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Awesome. We're going to give the last question. Goldie, this was pointed right at you, so we're going to let you wrap it out on a funny note, man. They want to know, Goldie, what do you think of side chicks? <laughs> side chicks. Um, keep them. Hey, if you want to risk your life, if you want to risk your life, man, with them side chicks, <laughs> if, you, if you have a main girl and she really loves you, man, She's going to mess your life up if you mess with side chicks. Don't do it. I'm word, keeping it G-rated, too. Word, word of wisdom from my, uh, from my from my Rilla. All right, guys, that does it for the panel. We're just going to go through and say goodbye, guys. As it comes to you, you go ahead and plug yourself or plug something you want to plug and uh, let them know again where to find you. So, Donovan, starting with you. Um, you can, well... You won't find me, but you'll find me at uh, at Shoe Palace on Instagram, Twitter. Um, hopefully soon on YouTube. We got a couple other fun things going on, and you guys can sit in a complain, get happy, say whatever you want to say about us. Um, <laughs> I see, I see, kind of smiling over there, smirking. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, this is exciting. I hope we get to do this more often. Foamy man, let them know what's up. Yeah. Uh... Check me out, Mr. Former Simpson on YouTube, um, also Banana Stew Productions, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Vine, MySpace. No, nah, I don't have a MySpace on this kid, but uh, Mr. Former Simpson, check me out. Um, thanks for having me. Um, 
And that's it. I'm out. Goldie, let them know what's up. Gorilla Soul Game YouTube. Um, Goldie.Gorilla on Instagram. Gorilla Soul on Twitter. Check me out. Icy, let them know where to find you, man. Uh, IcySoul.com. Uh, Icy Soul Online, Twitter and Instagram. Um, that's pretty much all I got. And uh, Champs, if you want to see me some shit, you know, futures, whatever you got coming up, I'm available to be seated. You know what I'm just saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Champs, we got no problem with that. Yeah. Champs don't love me either, man. Uh, Nightwing, they're on your channel so they know where to find you, but tell them a bit about your social networks and a bit about your site. Uh, everything is just at Nightwing2303 or Weartesters, so make sure to check it out, weartesters.com. We got reviews on there from everybody, including Fomer, uh, a friend of mine, Jerron Mon, um, uh, Shoelander, just a bunch of great people. Uh, Superman, his name's Matthew Sue, I don't know, I don't remember his channel name, but a bunch of different people, we got running, basketball, all that stuff, off-court, on-court, whatever you want, it's on there, check it out, it's real people talking about real things. Awesome, guys, and you can find me at Rack, Chip, or Rack TV Shift on Instagram and Twitter, and at YouTube.com slash Rack Shift. I want to give a special uh, shout-out, though, to Kicking It Up a Notch, their channel. If you guys follow me on social network, you know I've been trying to get some light on them because they do some really good work and they get all the sneakers you guys want to see and right now they're doing it for like under 200 subs so uh, I have to use this opportunity to let people know kicking it up a notch check them out and uh, check us out on uh, Twitter keep the conversation alive use hashtag the panel let us know if you want us back and let us know in the comments as well guys this has been a lot of fun thank you to the panel thank you again Chris for letting us have it here uh, Donovan for the idea and uh, we'll see you guys the next time we see you guys, if we see you guys the next time.